Welcome back to Trending in Education. Dan Strafford, Brandon Jones, and Michael Palmer here with you. And today we're discussing the 2017 Gartner Hype Cycle. Those of you who remember last year, we went in depth on the 2016 version. Good to see them back with 2017. And some things, Mike, have not moved. Some things have moved furiously forward into the trough of disillusionment. We'll talk about all those things. But first and foremost, how are you doing this week, Mike? What's new in your world? I am hyped. I am I am amped. I I am I'm I'm fired up, man. This gets Gartner hype cycle. Fired up, ready to go. Are, are yeah. you on the slope of enlightenment? <laughs> I am because uh, I've seen your work. You're not at the plateau of productivity. <laughs> so. Are you are you sloping up? I, I may be at an innovation trigger. Ooh. I think I'm I'm uh, I'm like it's like inception. I yeah. think all the great ideas are about to happen. They're just gonna need hype. And this show is going to be a hype show. Oh, man. And I'm going to hype some stuff. I hope listeners that you're listening to it as you're falling asleep. <laughs> yes. And yes. Wasn't that in its inception was about dreams? Yes. Yeah, about about doing some dream work. You sure? Yeah. Yeah. So get it on. We need the teamwork to make the dream work. <laughs> I think we do. Yeah. yeah, that's what's inception. That's what their teacher had said. Yeah, so I'm feeling good, Dan. I, I, love the, uh, I love the Gartner hype cycle. I think there's a lot, a lot of stuff to talk about on the curve. And, uh, you know, we could probably talk about the curve, talk about what's on it. <laughs> I like it. It's going to be fun. I think we probably should talk a little about Hi, Dan, by the way. Hi, Brandon. Uh, hi. Uh, how, are you, how are you? I'm well. Okay. I'm excited. I like I'm as I'm as hyped up yeah. as uh, as Mike. Here. Yeah. Um, should we uh, D- Dan, do you want to talk to us about tell tell folks again about the curve, what this is? Because I like I, I have been living this every day, basically, since last year. <laughs> yeah. Because that last year, the, the, the 2016 Gardner hype cycle yeah. was my first. Totally. And it, my life has never been the same. Once you start, it's like once you're through the the, the looking glass. Yeah. Once you're through the the hype glass. Yeah. Once you're on the other side of of the hype, forget about it. Right. Forget everything about it. is you plot everything on the hype curve. I do. I like that's how I ma- manage my life. Yeah. So Dan, do you want to talk? What what is what are we talking about, Dan? Sure. You're almost putting the hype cycle on the hype cycle, which is blowing my mind a little bit here. Yeah. So I don't yeah, know if I can handle that. That's but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the hype cycle is a way to track uh, the maturity, adoption, and social application of specific technologies. Uh, Gartner uh, is a American research advisory and information technology firm uh, that puts this out every year and, and describes things that are ascending um, and are going towards adoption and you're seeing in the mainstream, uh, things that are then falling towards what we joked before, the trough of dis- disillusionment where Maybe uh, people are no longer using it, no longer looking towards it. And then uh, on the other side, uh, the path to uh, adoption and mainstreaming of it uh, in uh, five to 10 years, uh, mostly is the cycle. Uh, One that we looked at last year, saw a lot of things that we covered off the entire podcast the rest of the year, things we came back to. Uh, Mike and Brandon saying they're pumped here because there's a lot on here we've talked about already and a lot that probably will come to the forefront from a learning perspective uh, in the next six months probably as well. Uh, Mike, going to you first, um, they have sort of in this report from Gartner uh, three specific sort of groupings of things that uh, we can look at. But what stands out to you? What are things on this hype cycle or the way they've constructed uh, this emerging technologies for 2017 that stands out to you? Well, a couple of things. I did think the grouping you're describing was interesting. So there were three macro trends in terms of the hype cycle. One is AI everywhere, and we love our uh, artificial intelligence. We love our robots and machine learning. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're excited about some upcoming shows where we're going to talk more about robots. Uh, so AI everywhere, we're all over that. Lots to talk about there. 
transparently immersive experiences. Uh, we talked about the, the zero UI movement, invisible UI, uh, also just uh, the immersive experience of, uh, of augmented reality and virtual reality. So that's also stuff that we, we talk about a bunch and we're interested in. Uh, and then digital platforms, which sounds less interesting until you realize that's where uh, blockchain is. So we definitely need to talk about blockchain because I still don't know what it is. <laughs> it's everywhere, <laughs> though. It is yeah, everywhere. Yeah. It is everywhere. It's actually almost, uh, it's peaking in terms of hype. It's about to head into that trough of disillusionment. So we'll get back to that. But in terms of digital platforms, that's also where neuromorphic hardware would land, which is where uh, Neuralink would be. And that's basically like the human uh, computer uh, connections in your brain. <laughs> that was well enunciated. Right? Yeah. Right? Uh, so, uh, so anyway, that's all that's all the three macro trends that they're talking about. I feel like we've been on these trends for a little while. We tend to be on trend here, hence our name. And uh, yeah, so I, I thought the, the groupings were interesting. What I found most interesting, though, and I was talking to you a little bit, Dan, right before the show, is that not every tr everything on the trend curve moves at the same rate. Right. So uh, the last thought, and I'd love to throw this to Brandon, is that smart dust. I, that was the thing I was most excited oh, about. Exactly. <laughs> Has it moved at all? It's yeah. exactly where it was, isn't it? Yeah. I. So it is um, more than 10 years out still. Yeah. yeah. So like the, another thing and, uh, you know, describing visuals is is great for this form factor. Um, you uh, On this curve, yeah. there are also different data points uh, in, and color coding them. So there's some that are uh, less than two years out, this is when they will reach their plateau. Although actually there's none that have this, uh, are, are characterized this way. And then there's two to five years, five to 10 years and more than 10 years. So I, I don't think it's a surprise that the yellow triangles, um, so like Lucky Charms, uh, Marshmallows, <laughs> the yellow triangles, I don't think it's a surprise that they move more slowly yeah. because they're farther out. And so either if you're gonna be at the plateau or dying in the trough of disillusionment mm -hmm. in two to five years, like you're probably going to accelerate pretty quickly across the hype index. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, the hype yeah. Cycle. But smart dust. Can you, can you describe I, it I one more smart time? Dust. Smart dust. Um, by I've the way, got, you're going to do this for like the next 10 years. Yeah, so, yeah. I know. I, yeah. So I'm so excited. Uh, I'm not sure that I've gotten smarter, maybe dustier since last I did this. Um, so it is, um, uh, self-assembling nanotechnology that with, um, you know, th through controlled, through electrical impulse can form anything. So you yeah. could be like, it's like, you know, Voltron, I'll form the head, but it's, except for it's like tiny little nanorobots, nice like smart dust, yeah. form a wrench. And right. then like you give it a little command and then you've got a wrench. And so, you know, what you don't need to carry around anymore. A wrench. A wrench. Right. Right. And it's like smart dust. Now I need a screwdriver, form a screwdriver. But then eventually, like the, the, the concept of this is that it will be so sophisticated and the nano will get even nanoer that you'll be like, smart dust, form an iPhone 8. Yes. And you won't need to carry, like all you'll have in your life right. in terms of tools that you would need is, I, I suppose the smart dust can't form something that's bigger than the dust that you have. So if you want to be like smart dust, form an Audi, you'd need to have like a giant lot of it. Yeah. But um, the idea is that this could, this technology could replace basically everything that is that size or smaller. Yeah. Um, and you know, it will harden into whatever shape and then co go back into dust. Mm -hmm. You'll just like people be walking around with bags of dust in their pockets. Bags of dust. <laughs> that's going to replace all of our stuff. 
Go ahead. I, I just it, science fiction here a bit, but is what's the moral, you know, uh, implication of something like that? Yeah, when you deal with someone creating uh, a weapon or someone created, like, do you think that's something that no one's they, ever going to be able to go on planes ever again? That, that's what I mean. Like, it just seems like a uh, science fiction moment, and we're living in it. We talk about Elon Musk, yeah. and we talk about all the different technologies, but that's what comes to mind. Mike, what was what was what were you going to say there about smart desk? Well, I just think it's kind of funny though, because it's very far away, right. and <laughs> you can you can be like, "Oh no, it'll totally do that," but it's a little bit imaginative, imaginatory. <laughs> no, it's it's like, who knows if it's actually going to happen? Your smart dust, you could form like a dictionary. I, I could use smart yeah. dust right now. Let me smart tell dust. you, because the apparently the dumb dust. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I I just thought it was interesting. It's right at the beginning, at the uh, the innovation the first trigger on the innovation trigger. It was Correct. there last year also. Yeah, yeah, and then. And, and then you see that steep like roller coaster curve because mm. <laughs> right you were going like we last, <laughs> I last was. year i remember that yeah it all came <laughs> back to me just now but like you basically there's the climb uh th- from the innovation trigger up to the peak of inflated expectations yeah, which we, is just brilliant language should we pause there and dis- and discuss what is at the absolute peak like what are what yeah, are the things or, or like, the or what's climbing its way up there? Okay, whatever, you want, whatever, no, you, whatever you feel like going with. Let's uh, let's make it the, the front. We can the do the cl- we can do the climb. We sure. can do the climb. What yeah. what what jumped out at you that was on the on the climb? Well, four D printing. Yeah, that's an extra D. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we thought the D might have stood for dumb at first, but <laughs> yeah. then but then I, I, as I read into it a little more, I like did a more, little more research. It is interesting. It's basically like three D printing, but then the what you print is uh, contextually aware. So mm. it changes. So like the idea that the fourth dimension is time. <laughs> sure so, is. So Stephen Hawking over here. So stuff changes over time. It's yeah. also called, so like, it's also called active origami. There's another act, name for it. So. Active origami. And, and for our paper anniversary, that's what you're getting. I, me. I, I gave you an imaginary uh, <laughs> uh, paper crane yeah. and now it's an imaginary 4d paper crane. Yeah, so so nice. you're, you're imaginarily welcome. Thank you. Yeah. But I thought 4d printing was one of those ones that not far up the chain, uh, up the, 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 what is that first thing called? The, the initial slope up to the peak of, uh, Inflated expectation. Yeah, I think that's the inflated. That's the expectation. Initial expectation curve. It's the hype curve. Yeah, it's like the hype slope. Yeah, the hype slope. It's like the hype game is yep. strong here, and uh, I feel like I might get behind hyping 4D printing because I don't feel like it's as far away because 3D printing is already there. True. And it almost reminds 2D me. 2D printing. Of, what about that? 2D printing. Yeah. Is, is, is that's probably on the plateau of productivity. By it now. sure is. Yeah. 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 But uh, but I thought 4D printing. Uh, was interesting. Uh, how about you? Uh, just cherry picking in the front, uh, the front area here of the the hype cycle. Uh, yeah, what- I mean, there's a, a number of things that we have we've touched on: the neuromorphic hardware, the 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 Neuralink uh, human augmentation, which I think is related. Yep. Um, you know, those are also probably a little farther out. Although the neuromorphic hardware is in the five to ten years, yes. not the smart dust 4D printing uh, range of ten plus years. Right around the corner. Yeah, right, right around the corner. Um, that was one of the things that, that I, 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 we've talked about this on a on the previous uh, on a previous episode. But change sometimes happens slower than you think, but oftentimes happens faster than you think it's going to. And yep. so some of these things that are far out may uh, far out uh, may not be. Uh, they may be closer in. Right. Um, in fact, than well, we and and that one in particular uh, is an interesting one, just as a tie back to uh, universal design for learning. So a lot of like right. the the neuromorphic stuff and the Neuralink 
it begins with uh, with folks who might be uh, uh, disabled in some way. So sure. like a paraplegic or yep. a quadriplegic, they need to be able to sort of manipulate the world around them. So a lot of the the tooling that is built out is in support of those uh, personae. Uh, and then uh, what we find through those innovations to sort of enable a more universal uh, frame for people is that the the innovations emerge out of that that are uh, applicable to a broader audience? Sure. So uh, it's the ramps, ramps and doors, ramps and doors. Yeah. So moving a little further up, the things that I'm and this is where I like I, I wanted to get to the 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 top because I'm I'm a top I'm a top dogger. Uh, approaching it, smart robots. Sure. Oh my god! Just wait, wait until I think it's gonna be. Is it gonna be three weeks before our robot show drops? Yes. We gotta figure that. Oh out. my god! I don't know if I can we'll, handle we'll it. It's gonna it be out. so exciting. So yeah. smart robots, stay tuned for sometime in the future. Uh, Internet of Things platform, IoT yeah. uh, platform. Right. Uh, that's that's almost there. And then I think the thing that is uh, two things that are right next to each other, which are at the very top, not have not yet tipped over. They're at like the the scariest part of the roller coaster. Yeah. Hands up, <laughs> hands up. Virtual assistants, right? And connected home. Uh, virtual assistants, so good, so good, so good. Yeah. And they're changing. They're changing everything. I think you can you can now listen to trending in education on Alexa. Although, you know, spoiler alert, I tried it and it didn't work. It gave me something else. Yeah. And now I've unfollowed this pod and I'm listening to a different yes. one. Um, but uh, but the connect, yeah, connected home and uh, virtual assistants, Alexa, turn off my lamp. Right. Uh, is all, it's all just so good. It's, yeah. It's game changing. It's going to change education. I right. think it's, it's, it's good. Yeah. And like, what's, what's the trough of disillusionment going to look like there? Cause they, they've had a nice, quick run to get yeah. to this peak well like, that's why i think the peak the 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 curve is um uh not it's not actually the same curve for mm -hmm. uh, for each of these technologies right and yep. so you know it could be that even though they're at the top like their curve still has more way to go up yep but there's going to be things that you know we once everyone has one and they don't do as much as we thought they would, that's how it's going to fall down into the trough. But right. then it's going to be just like part of our everyday everything, especially with Alexa, you know, the um, Google Home. Google Home right. um, they buddied up, right? They did. Um, but Alexa is going to be in more and more everything. Yeah, plus uh, the dot, you know, it, the form factor is getting yeah. more portable. The dot is so much. So I have a, I have two Alexa. I, I, that's what I got for my uh, uh, brand now as a second alexa yes and um it's my, i got the dot and and it's much less uh song, resonant to the sound ah, yeah mm. but uh it still works still set an alarm that got me here to work on time today so that's so <laughs> that's, that's good, good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah thanks thanks alexa yeah. yeah 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 although we were talking about getting alexa as a guest we sure will yeah but i don't know if uh like repartee and uh you know quick wittedness is really a core competency of hers just yet i think it is is it yeah siri has some sass to her so they have jokes and uh yeah i guess but like once you get to know her it, it's like she's kind of like one note maybe that's the trough of disillusionment it's like she won't right. be she won't be a great podcast guest yeah and then people will I be like that's it mm, that's the trough i liked her we can push her into the trough <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah yeah um two other things and then i'll i'll uh, i'll turn the floor back over to you mike but um I, I like also things that have just gone over the edge yes that's always so good too uh deep learning right and machine learning 
Right. So we're starting to get disillusioned. Yes. But they're still towards the top of like high expectations, even if it's moving down. Right. Uh, high expectations, higher still than a lot of other things on this uh, on this chart. And you wonder how how they actually get plotted there. Like what I would love, and this actually maybe is a good follow up show. Like get somebody from Gartner to go deep on this yeah. to explain their process. Cause like we've talked about all this stuff. We don't have a snazzy little uh, <laughs> curve here to plot all this stuff on, but they basically, they're kind of like us, except they have a snazzy little curve. They also have a site smartner with Gartner. Smartner. Is it smartner? Is it? Oh, it's smarter. Yeah. Smarter with Gartner. I like smarter with I Gartner. I think smarter with Gartner yeah. is good. Yeah. 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 I look, I have this, all these people, all these trending and educationers, uh, all these trenders are going to be going to the wrong URL. I'm killing, I'm killing your, your direct traffic, Gardner. My bad. It sounds like you need to be purchasing the other URL now after you've sent everybody. I uh, think so. In, yeah. In, in right. It's just going to be a picture of us. Right. 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 <laughs> so there's a lot about, to your point, there's a lot that's starting to move past the peak of inflated expectations into the trough of disillusionment yeah. that still sounds pretty hypeable mm. you know so like a lot of the ai is everywhere but now it's more uh the shine is off some of the older apples and everybody's going to like the new ways to talk about what's hyped about uh machine learning yeah. and artificial intelligence what uh what i thought also was interesting was um augmented reality yeah Ooh, is, that's the nadir it's at the absolute Nadir, thank you. Yeah. Also, the bottom, at <laughs> the bottom too. Of the, the trough of disillusionment. Yes. So, like after you hit that peak, you go, you go down the curve, and it's a steep decline. It sure is. And then you bottom out, and then you're at the nadir. Yeah. Uh, you know, like the 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 absolute lowest point you could be. Is augmented reality really there? Is it just I think so. Pokemon Go. Yeah. Pokemon Go, yeah, went. went. It, came, it came and yeah, went. It came and went. I was uh, telling, telling Mike earlier, um, I just downloaded it and I'm playing with my kids, but it's amazing now because there are Pokemon everywhere because no one's playing. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm moving up the leaderboard. Up. Yeah. yeah. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do have the question here about augmented reality and, and maybe it is reaching out to someone at Gartner and getting them on is can something, is it just a, a form factor of the hype cycle that something has to pass through? the trough of disillusionment and to, you know, your point before about timeframes before Brandon are all troughs the same, you know, are, are all, uh, declines similar or are there varying degrees of how they measure what a trough is comparatively across different type of technologies and different things that are being, um, I guess, uh, assessed here, uh, across the hype cycle, but, uh, AR seeing that steep, a decline from last year, even seems like, uh, if we talk about change development year over year, seems like one of the largest ones going from near the top last year, all the way to the trough here, uh, a quick move. Do you see it coming back up, Brand? Do you see? You yeah, see I think it will. I mean, I, so I, you know, there's there, I think that the way this works is there's lots of stuff that gets triggered. Um, some of those things move up the peak of inflect, inflated expectations. Most of those things fall down to the trough and some of those don't get out. Uh, I think that, that AR does get out and mm -hmm. I think it'll move up the slope of enlightenment. Um, and, you know, there, we've talked about a lot of the educational applications of, of AR and sort of edutainment applications. You know, you're at the, in, in New York and you're holding up your smartphone and you're seeing history of New York. I think that's interesting. Um, I, I don't think that all curves are created equal. And there is also like the level of productivity from plateau of productivity. So we joke 2D printers 
2D printers, um, they, they may be moving away eventually from the plateau of productivity, but boy, for a time, were they like their productivity? There was no more hype or, or less hype around them. Yeah. But they were doing a lot of work. Heck, heck of a run. Compared to VR, you know, right. which is still moving up the, uh, the, the, the slope of enlightenment, but probably, um, I, I wonder, do you, is VR going to do more work as measure, measured by like sort of commit, uh, contribution to GDP than 2D printers mm. over the lifetime of 2D printers versus the lifetime of VR? I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I, I think that, that type of question. Like, thank you. Thank you for having that be rhetorical. Yeah. I, also <laughs> yeah. uh, I think that we should do a show on that question. <laughs> um, it, it, it seems like that's a pretty good example of how the, the, these curves are very different. I mean, they, they were plotting them sort of all into the same, that has the same uh, maybe expectations and time axes, but a, there's another axis of like actual uh, degree of impacts. And that that's obviously very different. What if I told you we could have a 4D printout oh, gosh. of the Gartner hype cycle? Oh, man. Because like that would be pretty interesting. Because to me, the way I see it is everything follows the same shape of this curve, but the the speed Mm. by which it goes so like kind There's of like your extra d like the wavelength and the amplitude of each curve is going to be different so like if you were to actually see them in that context because it's a bit of a there's some artifice in this graph where everything is plotted against the same x right. i would take axis. a third d even here which is to say what's the magnitude of the impact and then you could add your fourth dimension of time to like make it interactive dude oh my gosh dude we're getting profound here uh Woo! it is like uh it's again ties back to the picture superiority effect though so like if you don't have the image open <laughs> yeah. in front of you like we should tweet it out we like much, Let's not do it. It's much better if you see what we're talking about. Although we're trying to be uh, universal design for learning, we're trying to talk through the graph, so you don't necessarily need to see it. Right. But uh, but I think it, it would sort of the, the optimal experience. I think right now would be to have uh, maybe your feet up, uh, you know, maybe a snifter of brandy or something. That is frowned upon on the, the subway. But go on. Well, that wouldn't be ideal, Dan. No. You know. I mean, although maybe it would actually, like, I think you're on, you're on like the D train. Uh, you got a snifter of brandy. You got some <laughs> on a, another, uh, another passenger uh, who's, who likes it. And, uh, and then you're, and you're looking at a printout, a 4D printout of the Gartner, uh, Gartner hype cycle. Yeah. If you can't do that, at least get, get the, get, <laughs> get something you can look at. Uh, but anyway, I, I, yeah. Yeah, so that was all I had there. I think that's good. Uh, educational applications, I think really basically of, of all of these things. Right. I mean, we, we don't necessarily have time to go deep on any of them, but you know, we, we're, we're looking at some trends and, and we're an educational podcast as well. And yep. I, I think um, you know, lots, lots of these, there are what, probably 30 on this list here. I yep. think you know, most of them have applications to, to education as, uh, as well. Yes, except... What's up with blockchain? Can we can we get into that a little bit? Because like blockchain, like Bitcoin blockchain, I've tried to understand it. I've read about it a few times. Yep. Uh, I've listened to some podcasts about it. I've got some uh, engineering friends who are like they're they're way up the river. Like they're they are they're in country. Like they yeah. are, they're like blockchain. They're working on the blockchain they're gang. Like, blockchain is the future. And like I'm still trying to figure it out. But then I look at the hype cycle. I'm like, oh, it's heading into the trough. Yeah. Man, I didn't even make time. it out. I got time now. I, I was all worried. Like it's like you got to learn. You actually want to focus on stuff that's that's about to trend up. 
Yeah. So when the stuff's starting to dip, it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna wait. I'm so gonna you're saying I'm late on Pokemon Go a little bit, mm. but uh, but yeah. So like blockchain, I was sweating it, but then Gartner, I'm smarter now with, <laughs> yeah. with, with Gartner, yeah. And I'm not, I'm I'm relaxing and not worrying about blockchain. I anymore. think blockchain is definitely gonna make it. I think mean, there's a question of Bitcoin, which is a blockchain technology, yeah. but is not synonymous with blockchain. I think that's there's a question of is that gonna make it? Yeah. And I think the Bitcoin. Um, Speed has become a real problem with Bitcoin. Like uh-huh. you, you may end up having to wait uh, days for your ostensibly immediate transaction to go through. Yeah, for your shady materials to get. Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah. like your Silk Road uh, <laughs> action. Um, yeah, that's not great. No. Um, so, yeah, uh, my, my favorite. So, like this, the apocryphal information about Silk Road is like you could order this dark web stuff. Yeah. You could order, you know, not just all sorts of, you know, whatever on Silk Road, but you could get like people to steal you a car. But uh, the thing that the, the apocryphal thing that I, I like hearing was not just any car, you could get them to steal like a specific person's car. <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to put an order out to steal Mike Palmer's car, and someone would sign up for it. You transfer the Bitcoin and yeah. snap. You boom, know? boom. I'd be driving in your Hyundai. Yeah. 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 I, um, uh, so you got good working knowledge of the, the blockchain yeah. and the Bitcoin. Yeah. I feel like I kind of knew what you just said there, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I knew it as confidently. The thing that, that, so, you know, there's a lot of industry that's built around, um, you know, providing services that blockchain obviously. So mm-hmm. like a lot of the financial services totally. are, you know, secure transactions that yep. blockchain um, obviates and that kind of uh, um, uh, same transaction can replace services, not just in financial totally. services. And so I, I, I definitely think that's, that's Dis- going to be here. That's, com- that's going to make it out of the trough. That's classic disruption. Right? Yeah. Like it's a disruptive model, but I just found it like, so disruptive that it's hard to grok at a fundamental level. Like there, like, like I understand its application. I understand that it's a, a means of, of, uh, of commerce and, and uh, a way to understand transactions and transactional economies. And it's disruptive. Get all that. Yeah. But when you actually like, you read like the technical specifications right. of it, where yeah. like, it's like gets into like cryptography yeah. and like, you're deep on that. You're, you're. I've gone deep. I like. I I went. I, I went down some blockchain nice. uh, uh, rabbit holes nice. uh, in 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 the past. Um, Good for you. I, I like. I'm not laying code that people are going to use for for writing blockchain yeah. script. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I, I think I think I've got a pretty good working understanding. But uh, you know what? Uh. Congratulations on all my success. Well, no, all that knowledge is yeah. now uh, less useful because that's heading into the trough of disillusion. That's true, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like there's like swamp of sadness here. It's like candy. Uh, it's like fight a, the sadness, Artex. It's candy, Candyland. Uh, Candyland. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, I want to get a little blockchain in. And uh, Brandon, I think Brandon gets a little thumbs up for uh, being a blockchain uh, uh, quasi-expert. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I, I think I'm the uh, trending and education's resident <laughs> uh, blockchain are, expert. Are. Don't, don't put me out into the wild. So it is said. So it is proven. Uh, drones. One last thing. Dro- yeah, drones. drones. We gotta get drones real quick. Drones on the way down. Yeah, I think it was Trevor Bauer. You know, the last <laughs> year World Series, he cut his hand up with the drone. True the story. Lost the World Series as a result. Yeah, I think that's what caused drones to 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 go down. Certainly for Indians fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's right. Yeah, uh, Cleveland. There was a like if you look at year over year purchases, same store sales of drones. <laughs> yes. Like there's a big like yeah. black 
coal there the, the, the in uh, bower, the along the effects. Lake Erie North Coast. For there. sure. Yeah. He does yeah. not like hearing about it on Twitter. He blocks anyone who brings up the drones on Twitter. It's yeah, pretty no yeah. doubt. But drones, I think they're going to diversify. Like the ones who are little, like, I'm a little bug lady, can yeah. fly around. Like I get, I get tired of them. People used to fly them in this area. No, I know. I was one of them. I actually, yeah. you know, interestingly, before I this, I threw out my, uh, my cheap little drone. Yeah, I didn't even know. Uh, I was just participating in the hype cycle. But um, yeah, but there, there, there you have it. And these are these to be clear. These are like the commercial drones, not the military drones that um, sadly are are continuing to peak. Correct. Yeah. A uh, lot to dig into here. That's going to close it out, though, as we have reached time on this podcast. Can talk for many, many a minute about the hyper, uh, the hyper. The Dan, Gardner we can't. No, we can't end. We can't. I, I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> stepping on your clothes. We uh, we can't end on military drones. <laughs> I want to talk about one other thing. I need Find like a palate one. cleanser. What else we got? What Some else? Sorbet we got? on the the Gartner hype cycle. Here's something I don't know what it is: enterprise taxonomy and ontology management. I did look that one up. Okay, so what, that one. Talk at me. Uh, the ontology part. It's basically naming the constituent parts of any sort of uh, conceptual framework. So for artificial intelligence, you want to identify like the component parts that are involved in designing machine learning mm. or designing uh, uh, artificial intelligence. So maybe it's like the, the corpuses that we've talked about for like yeah. semantic uh, expertise when you're doing natural language processing. The idea that you need to have uh, an ontology, like a breakdown to its its simplest components. How did this ever make it onto the hype cycle? I'm that, so I'm impressed with your knowledge. I, did, I, I knew what none of those five words meant. Yes. Um, well, I knew, true, but... I, I knew ontology a little bit from philosophy. So yeah. like it comes down to like, like the, onto the ontological argument is trying to break it down to like sort of the, the most fundamental components. Yeah. And then the taxonomy relates more to some of the stuff that I have experience with around uh, like content management systems and a lot of the metadata stuff uh, that we get into. So like you need to break stuff down to its component parts and then apply some, some taxonomy to it. So I, what I like about it is it's almost like doing your homework before you get some snazzy new uh, robot at the end. Like it's actually saying that your under underlying sort of conceptual model for how you're breaking down this thing is sound and you're actually adopting a more mature process there as opposed to like, I made Alexa, you know, sing to right, me. Right, and right. now look, look at how much smarter our, our stuff is. So um, it's a little almost like a like backend angle on uh artificial intelligence yeah. and, and that kind of stuff that's my understanding i'm disillusioned i feel i feel appropriately <laughs> disillusioned i'm i'm ready to hand it back to you dan that yeah. that thank you for that momentary yeah. palate cleanser yeah. from our previous yeah moment. and i almost want to step on you to finish with something better but sure. i think we can just end. let's just do it let's just end <laughs> goodbye well, yeah that's gonna do it for this episode of trending in education find us on twitter at trending ed of course the same on facebook trendingned.com and we'll check you back here on Trending in Education next Tuesday, where we talk about ed tech and ed tech influencers in the classroom. Until then, thanks for listening to Trending in Education.